looks like we're getting started, right? Oh, okay. So, oh my gosh, right? So, everybody, welcome, welcome. Um, so excited. One of my Falcon sisters is here. Um, just met her for Leadership Leadership Las Vegas, right? Right. Class of 2020 into 2021. Yeah, we'll into see. Whenever, right? <laughs> so, uh, Miss Dion Proper. Um, we'll see if any of her aliases uh, are announced, but... Hey, please introduce yourself and welcome to Kicking It with KJ. All right. Thanks. My name is Dion Proper, as you just said. I am your Falcon sister. Um, I've been in Las Vegas now. This uh, this year will be 20 years. Wow. Yeah. Holy smokes. Yeah. You're I, old. I, I am not. <laughs> so here comes the alias. You're only as old as you feel. I feel pretty old, I'll be honest. Um, but yeah, I moved here when I was 25 years old. I was, oh, you're not old. Yeah, and I, I I look younger than um than the number that's on my driver's license, but um yeah, we've been here twenty years, love it. Had two teenage daughters, an amazing husband, and um yeah, that's, oh, that's me. Man, that's awesome because you know she when you know we kind of were prepping for the show and you were talking about like the parent life, yeah. right and. My goodness, because, you know, you know, little baby Falcon London. Yes. Right. And it was funny. I was reading that last night and I was like, oh, the parent life, because, you know, we're both parents. Mm -hmm. But, you know, London, you know, we call him uh, a.k.a. cock blocker because, you know, we can't have, you know, parent time. Yeah. No, 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 no. You can't have parent time. Oh, my gosh. Right. Yeah. And then when they become teenagers, it's now they know about parent time. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, it's it's awkward, <laughs> but you know my husband and I we're 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 a fun bunch, and you know it is what it is. It's a parent time is natural. Um, you know I I my daughter once referred to it as I know you guys are getting friendly in your room, so for a while that friendly. was our <laughs> that friendly. was our that was our code word. <laughs> Time yeah, for friendly, friendly time. Friendly in the bedroom. <laughs> so I mean, I, it's it's uh it's great, but listen, it is what it is. You have a little 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 right now, and probably exhausted anyway. Man, parent <laughs> time. So do you? How do you kids like? You know, so one of the things I struggled with is mm-hmm. you know I haven't been here for twenty years. Mm-hmm. Um, man, what do you do with your kids? You know, like you know I have an array of them, and sometimes I'm like, man. <laughs> What's there to do? I mean, I don't want to do Red Rock all the time. Yeah. You know, and I think tonight we may go to the Neon Museum. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's one of the things that I, I struggled with. So what, you know, what what did you find that worked for your teenagers? You know, honestly, my kids direct that. Like, I, I, I you you do get lost and like, what do, what do we do? Um, I, as a kid, I was a homebody. I enjoyed listening to music. I enjoyed reading books. Um, plus, I'd been to all the museums in D.C. It's like, oh, been there, done that. I don't need to do that again. Um, but there's so much technology and information out there for the kids. They'll tell you uh, what they're interested in and what they want to see. Um, they know that we are a car ride away from everywhere. So they will ask, mm-hmm. you know, can we drive to California? Can we drive to Utah? Can we, you know, can we fly to Colorado to see uh, Aunt Sherry and Uncle Tom? Um, they will ask those things, but there's quite a bit to do here. That's right. not, um, you know, so adult, um, there's parks, there's sports, there's, and, and you gotta really find that happy medium on what's available for mm-hmm. your teenagers. Um, there's movies, they hang out with their friends still. Uh, th- I didn't have FaceTime as a kid. 
Um, yeah, that's true. I didn't have Zoom as a kid. They're using all this technology we had to Zoom. keep themselves. Uh, PBS Zoom, remember? <laughs> yes. Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. We we had uh, phones on the wall that had a giant cord, fifty foot cord like this mm-hmm. that you had to walk out <laughs> to the front yard to get some privacy. Yeah. Follow yeah. the cord. Where's Dion? Yeah. <laughs> I have a private call, but yeah, they'll tell me when new things are opening, when She's new at the restaurants. Air and Space Museum again. Exactly. Oh my gosh, um, but yeah, they'll they'll tell me what's new and what's happening. And hey, can you, do you think we can go here? Do you think we can go there? Uh, when my um, uh, father We're having friendly time, leave us alone. Yeah, exactly. I mean, when my um, when my father in law comes to town and my dad comes into town, they definitely use that time to um, get grandpas to take them places that. Mommy and daddy are like, oh, again. I don't want to do that again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you want to go to um, M&M World again? Okay. Well, yeah. grandpa will be here in a couple of weeks. Grand- grandpa will take you. <laughs> yes. And grandpa will take them to M&M World, to Hershey World, to anywhere they want to go on, on the strip. There's quite a bit of stuff mm. there for kids to do and enjoy and engage with. And lots of space now. And tons of space. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't like all the space. No, no, I like I like I like the vibe when it's super packed on the strip mm-hmm. and, you know, you got all those personalities and characters out there. Um, it's one of the things that attracted me to to come in here. But then it's funny, you know, you're right, though. But when I found out I lived here, I never went there. Yeah. I, I you know what? The one thing I'm sad that I missed um, is when all of the properties on the strip were closed and everyone was going down and. Riding their bike along the strip nice. and taking pictures it's at like night. Like The Walking Dead. Yeah, I missed that. Mm. I, I and I'm I, honestly, thankfully, I was I was still able to work during that time, and that right. was a busy time for me. But um, driving along the strip the other day, I was like, dang it, I really I, I missed that opportunity because you know, knock on wood, we don't have that opportunity again. Right. I mean, that was the once in a lifetime kind of thing for sure, but. It, it is what it is. Yeah, we had actually taken a walk. I don't know if you saw it on Facebook, you know, like I lived a post, right? And, um, yes, I know. I don't know. Do you- <laughs> 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 There's no secrets with me. They're on Facebook, trust me. Yes. And I don't know if you remember, you saw the one where me uh, and the kids went out there and walked when it was totally empty. Yeah. And that was the first time we found toilet paper. Oh my gosh. And found on the strip. toilet yeah, paper? Yeah, unused. The, yeah. Unused. Well, we picked up some semi-used ones. Pretty cheap. We're, Hopefully those were free. Well, yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but I wanted to go back. You were talking about being a mom, you yeah. know, in the teens. And, uh, you know, one topic you want to talk about was surviving marriage, right? Yeah. So I don't know. Do you want to hit on that or elaborate? Um, so um, more prayers. Is that tied to COVID? Is that tied to life? Is that tied to being a parent? Uh, oh, my gosh. All of the above. Right. Um, You know, I think the reality of things is, you know, this year, David and I will have been married 18 years Mm. and we dated five years before that. And imagine the amount of growth you have as a person, as an individual over the course of 23 years. You know, I am probably not the same person he met and fell in (laughs) love with. So, you know, that's a self-realization there that, you know, we've all grown and have we grown together and have we grown together enough? And, you know, how do we maintain that 
growth and that energy and that positivity as we continue to move forward mm-hmm. and um, have that strong foundation for our kids. Right. Yeah. Um, are there going to be some things that we disagree on? Yes. You know, over right. the course of 23 years, you can change your opinion thousands of times. Yeah. Um, you ser- your appearance changes, um, your interests change. Um, and, and change isn't a bad thing. I would say right. probably more evolve than change really. And if the other person isn't growing and evolving at the same rate and pace, then you're going to have a problem. Right. And sometimes you're at different stages in your life together. And, you know, that's really tough. You know, um, parenting, we parent differently. Um, And you don't know what that's going to look like until the kids get here. And you disagree on something and you're like, wait a minute. I thought we, I thought we agreed. I thought we agreed. Well, no, we haven't agreed because we haven't really been in this situation. (laughs) How do you, how do you, how do you navigate through that during COVID? Well, I will tell you, we had one knockdown drag out day and it was like, we needed to have it. I needed to have my opinion very loudly in the house. And so did David, you know, it was the one time like, I don't have a problem with arguing in front of my kids. Like, you know, right. people that say, I never want to argue in front of my kids. It's crazy because then they have an unrealistic view of what life, marriage, and parenting is like. Right. So I'm okay to disagree. And this particular moment, I knew I was going to let my husband have it. And I told the kids, I was like, everybody upstairs. I'm going to talk to daddy. Earmuffs. Yeah. And it was, it was, this is not friendly time. <laughs> this is not, this is like, this ain't friendly time. Close the doors, turn your music up, whatever you got to do. It's on right now. Yeah. And after we had that discussion, um, I think we were able to manage in, in, in quarantine. It was, but we had to, there was so much tension in the house. Everybody was upset, unsure. My husband was furloughed. I was working like 18 hours a day in in the living room. That's where my office is. Um, You know, everyone tells me I'm really loud on the Zoom and they can't focus on TV or their (laughs) games on their phones while I'm talking. I don't really give a shit about any of that, you know, honestly. So, um, you know, so it was rough. But, you know, just to have that moment of honesty and clarity and then we were able to move on after that uh, was great for the entire house. Mm. Um, but, you know, we also understood that everybody needed to get active. Yeah. We were so stuck on the couch and in chairs and on a computer screen. And um, my kids were doing distance learning. And my youngest, you know, her school hadn't really figured it out too well. And my oldest, her school had. So they were having two different experiences with distance learning um, we we're just lucky. We, we all had, we had enough rooms in the house where everybody could have their own time. Yeah. Oh man. I'll tell you. So Lynn made it easy for me, which by the way, babe, thank you for always supporting me. Um, DC Dion says she just slapped me if I didn't give you a shout out, which That's I failed right. to. <laughs> she has a, she has a saying that says, do you want to be right? Or do you want to be happy? Yeah. And I was like, that sounds like lose, lose to me, but it's not. Cause I want to be happy. Yeah. So that means I always take the L. Yeah. Um, and so that's just, you know, a, Hopefully, uh, DC Dave just took the L. Well, yeah, <laughs> you know, in our house, we're, we're a stubborn bunch, and we would say something like, "I want to be both. Like, I want to be right and happy." Um, and you know, to to Lynn's point, 
you got to decide, you know, because you're it's just you're not always going to land on the side of being right and happy. Right. And, you know, sometimes you're going to dig in and say, I want to be right because I know I am. Yeah. And uh, then th- that's exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> Are you ever right? I'm never right. There you go. Happy Same. life. But he knows the rules. I'm working on my third marriage, so. You're working on it yeah, or? Well, well, working towards it one it's okay. day. Oh, okay. So I've made it through two divorces. Yeah. Good I, for you. I always tell people, right, like the numbers of tries don't matter. Even even though statistically it works against you as you, you know, you go down the road, it's just proven that, you know, you just might be one of those stubborn people that just can't get along and play well in the sandbox. Yeah. But I never, I never judged people judge people on that you know i'm like you know you find that love when you find that love yeah you know my mom told me a long time ago and uh translated however you want um you got to try on a bunch of pairs of shoes before you buy a pair yeah and um you know a lot of people translate that to marriages relationships shoes or, or shoes um which I do, uh, but but you, but you have to, and yeah. you have to be okay with moving on. I want to kind of piggyback on that, the whole with the whole COVID situation, and mm-hmm. just with everything that's going on in the world today, is being a mom of of two young black African American mm-hmm. ladies. Mm-hmm. What are your biggest hopes or your biggest fears for them, kind of in the the climate and uh, basically the you know, the tensions and things that we, we kind of perceive as what's going on. Is it a perception? Um, what are your biggest hopes and your biggest fears going forward towards their future? Oh, loaded question. Um, you know, I think biggest hopes, you know, you, when you have children, when you bring children to this world, your biggest hope is that they don't have to encounter any of the challenges that you've encountered in life. Um, You want them to be protected and covered as much as possible. And, um, you know, my my husband is white and we just, I don't know that we even decided early on, but we we weren't gonna make a big deal about us being an interracial marriage and the kids being biracial. They were just Drea and Daria. We weren't gonna, you know, it's not a a big deal. You're loved kids and that's it. And I don't think, um, you know, we were doing good with that for a while. And then, you know, what ruins everything is other people's kids. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> everything. And, you know, then they would come home and ask questions like, hey, so tell me about are my grandparents. You know, um, you know, grandpa proper, you know, is this. And, you know, grandpa Felder is this. Like, is that different? Is that... And so we're like, okay, well, this Zen world we thought we were bringing our kids into really don't exist. And we have to have uh, some honest conversations with them about um, race, about perception, about, um, you know, who is mommy going to have that conversation or is daddy going to have that conversation with you? Um, you know, and it's, a, it's important to my husband. And I've reminded him recently that I, I, I'm not the only one that will address race in the house. You know, um, it's a it's a joint effort here. But to your question about hope is that, you know, I do want them to be able to, you know, live and succeed in this world as women, 
not just as women of color. I don't want them to ever feel like, you know, a company was checking a box because they hired them. Right. You know, I truly, and, and, and they have that mentality of they have to be the best of the best because uh, they want to be seen as the best of the best. They just don't want to be seen as, you know, multiracial, smart, female. They check three boxes, so right. we'll, we'll, we'll let her in. Um, you know, that, I, I want them to be comfortable that they are succeeded on, uh, succeeding on merit and not because, you know, they feel like someone was checking a box. Or sympathy or, or, or anything or like anything. that. Right. Um, you know, you don't want them to be called names because of what they look like. Um, you know, you don't, you just don't want them to have any negative experiences. But that's also not realistic as a parent, period. Right. Not just as a, a parent of um, two biracial girls. It's just as a parent. You don't want you know them to go through any of that. Um and things have been really tense lately. I think that, um, you know, some, um, they thought, something I always, my parents always told me, and I've told my kids, is everybody's not your friend. And unfortunately, they have experienced that a lot. You know, they have built relationships um, right. with people that they look at as family. Mm -hmm. And then you realize, yeah, no. You know, right. that, that person um, doesn't look at me as equal, really. Um, social media has really exposed a lot of that. Um, I tell people to use social media for good and not for evil. Uh, apparently that rule doesn't exist for kids, and they use it for evil. Yeah. And, um, you know, I we do audits of the phones and social media regularly, and some of the unfortunate language that's used towards the kids is unacceptable. Unfair. Well, I think I think you find though those kids that are like that. Mm -hmm. All you got to do is look how their parents post. Exactly. Right. Exactly. It's taught. It is taught. Um, it is def. It is. It is taught. It is learned. Um, you know. It's and it's not. I. It's not always learned by the from the parents. I think it's also learned by. Um, peers, right. bad behavior. Right. Like I said earlier, nothing you know tries to ruin your kids like other kids. Mm -hmm. And um, you know some of the music. And listen, I I, I tell them I'm like <laughs> I know I know I sound like my grandparents. I sound like my mom. I sound like every parent in the history of parents. But you know, garbage in, garbage out. If you're listening to crappy music, guess what? Some of your ideations and how you feel and how you communicate, it's going to come from that. Now, I've listened to garbage music my whole life. I'll admit it. Um, <laughs> but at least it's fun garbage. Like some of the garbage that's out there right now is just so negative and hateful and um, not even really good. Like, you know, my youngest, she's so excited when I let her sync her phone to the, um, the Bluetooth in the car. And listen to some of her music, and I, I'm just like, okay, that is just lazy writing. Like, I mean, it, <laughs> that doesn't even rhyme. It not only is like, oh my gosh, this song was terrible, and it was just like, oh, cool, just we're gonna repeat the same word over and over for <laughs> three and a half minutes. Yeah, I'm like, that's just lazy. It's just lazy. I took them to a concert, and I was like, I'm gonna go buy you guys some merch. 
and I went and found a bar and sat, <laughs> sat in T-Mobile. <laughs> and, you know, I came back. It must have been 45 minutes later. The kids are like, where'd you go? I was like, gosh, there's a line at the merch. I, it was crazy. Everybody got a T-shirt, though. And, oh, you know, I'm awesome. just like, you guys have a good time. I'll get you a T-shirt and I'll go have a glass of wine or a margarita or something or somewhere seven. else. Oh, but that's awesome. I am not listening to garbage. Like, I can't, I can't handle it. But. Anyway, I digress a little bit, but you know, my, but my biggest fears, unfortunately, have been realized already uh, in some of the communication. Yeah, you know, I had, um, yeah, my oldest is going to kill me for sharing, but you know, I had 10, 10 girls at my house uh, for her thirteenth birthday party, and um, you know, within a month, none of those girls were friends with her, um, and it was awful because. She was sticking up for a, a kid at school. You know, so they 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 called the kid um, some names because he's chunky, and and I said to her, I said, "Listen, where's the school at?" I know. I said, "I, I don't. Said, I don't go to that school. Where's the school at?" <laughs> I listen. I told her. I said, "I said, okay, were they talking about mommy and daddy? Because listen, right. <clears throat> mommy and daddy are living our best life, and guess what? We're chunky. It's okay." Yeah. Um, and he, she's like, no, they weren't talking about you. But yes, I know it's okay. And it was just um, a bum move. You know, that's that's her 13 year old lingo there. Right. Um, and, you know, they were like, we're not letting you back into the group until you apologize. And this is this is this is this is my blood here. I don't she need your sticky in. group. Yeah. No, she was upset. I said, you're upset. And she cried for about 30 minutes. And then. Then she moved on, and she was like, well, clearly i got to find better friends. Right. Amen. Well, and shoot, I don't want you to learn that at 13. I want you to, you know, this is supposed to be the fun time. Right. And it's just, we're just not, you know, that, that part stinks. I think, I think we learn, um, we're constantly learning those lessons, and you find that those who want to do right and good end up being the very, very small minority who are oh, willing sure. to stand up for what's right. And yeah. I think it's awesome because it, it teaches them to be something better, be selfless yeah. later in life, you know? So. It's lonely at the top. I, 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 and listen, I, I told her, I said, find books, find great music, because sometimes th that will be your company. Yeah. Uh, and that's okay. Um, or find other folks who have like interests. Um, but, you know, trying to fit a square into a round hole work it never works no. so speaking of that right i wanted to talk on something that i call mask games okay because that's the new norm masks uh -huh. right yeah and you know i found myself wearing my mask this morning in the gym like i had this alter ego yeah you know and especially when my my phone won't recognize my face i was like wow that that superman shit really works yeah like one pair of glasses you can't be recognized <laughs> you know um the less mature side of me finds myself in public making faces at people yeah. under my mask because they can't see it. Yeah. But I think the Asian side of me will see the. I'm know, smiling. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, so I wanted to ask you, like, what do you think your funniest observations of of masks are or what do you think people are thinking? Right. And I can segue into that or yeah. we can just. I listen. This is the most interesting time ever. I mean, because if you really think about it, um, before COVID, BC, um, <laughs> before COVID, I like that. and it feels like BC, right? So long ago, um, you know, if you saw somebody with a mask, it was like, "What's wrong with What's wrong with you?" Or 
this place is about to get robbed. I got to get out of here. Yeah. I mean, just so many different thoughts, right? Right. Um, and as a former retail person, I I look at your mask and I feel like I can I know your personality right away. Right. Um, you know, I love I love seeing the fun masks, and then I see the the hospital grade masks, and I'm like, you're no fun. I'm sorry. You're so boring. <laughs> What a loser. You're get out, no get out of the studio. I'm going to hide my mask. <laughs> Boston fans. I know, right? You know, no no originality there. Uh, um. Well, see, it starts out clean. But then at the end of the day, it's pretty dirty. So, <laughs> Well, that, that's what brought me to that question, right? Because Coffee one, stains. Well, no, because the one thing I never, ever thought about when it came to masks mm-hmm. were um, it came to fruition one day when I had eating some stuff and drink all my bubbly drinks. And I didn't realize, you know, when you're burping and you got that damn mask on your face. It is rough in there. Oh man, I was like, what did I eat? But the best part was one day I did it in the car and then all of a sudden Lynn's rolling the window down in the back, right? I was like, this shit can't keep COVID out. You can't keep my burp in. Yeah, no. Right? Uh, It's like a little Dutch oven. Yes. It is awful. I, yes, we, yes, Dutch I have experienced I that myself where you're just like, oh my God. Um, I, I carry gum with me everywhere now mm. because, um, because, because I don't want to offend myself. Like I didn't have gum before. If, if you got a whiff of my lunch, oh, whatever, it's yeah. on you. But now, now you know, after me. lunch, yeah, you put that <laughs> mask on and you're like, oh my gosh, this is, this is awful. So yeah, I, I carry gum everywhere i have gum now but yeah no i didn't carry gum like i i i didn't carry gum like this before covid um but yeah the the masks it's it's pretty interesting and it's a whole industry right now right because you know i I can't tell you i spent 25 dollars on three golden knights masks and in my mind i was going to share those with my family you know, everybody gets a mask and passing them out at home, and they're just like, you know, my family's over it. They're like, we're 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 gonna already wear the got ones. a Raiders mask. We're good. We we already have. So I just I already got I a UNLV rotate. mask. Yeah, I, I rotate my masks and and all. You know, I've got one that I wear that um, when I wear makeup, because that's that's a whole nother thing. You know, when you have makeup on and then you take your mask off and it's like, oh. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of makeup there uh <laughs> well i take lens masks because i can smell the perfume uh-huh. while i'm at the gym okay and i feel beautiful oh. okay i mean her masks fit your face is a little larger well, than it's hers. the boring masks oh <laughs> <laughs> it's the, so we have fun yes. masks and we have what you define as the boring masks yeah well i mean yeah those are one size fit all i guess oh man <laughs> that's why they're boring just saying <laughs> Now I've got I've got a few, but like you know how you I don't know if you guys shop online, but you know I no. shop online, and now I'm like shopping for masks. Like really, Dion, you're shopping. I'm I'm contributing to this, but like I don't know when we're going That's to. That's a hot mask. <laughs> Who's under that mask? Yeah, exactly. Um, and sometimes you're like, whoa, put that thing back, back on. Back on. Yeah. I listen. <laughs> I will tell you though, um, fellas are they are still running game behind the masks it's 
it's it's it's crazy. Yeah, I don't know how you do that. They are still dropping the worst lines in the history of lines behind those masks. Yeah, it's I just like, want to let you know that I'm smiling under this mask. Yeah, or <laughs> are you smiling under that mask, lady? Or I mean, I mean, just I I had to tell one guy. I was like, listen, we've been in quarantine a long time, right. and that's the best you got. Like, uh, you need to study up because that was terrible. So someone put a post <laughs> on their best pickup line in COVID. Uh huh. And mine was. Girl, I'd lick that COVID right off your le- your neck. <laughs> of course, that was your favorite. <laughs> Why? <laughs> yep, that, that would be deep. one. That's deep, though. No. To do that. That's risking your life. No. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. That's the one yeah. I picked. That was I, the best one of all of them. You know, they like, do the surveys. Mm-hmm. I was like, yep, I'm going yeah. with that one. No, there's been some bad ones. Um, I get hit on at the uh, gas station a lot. Um, and yeah, I've gotten some bad ones. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. All right. So we're going to, we're going to go with a little, uh, consensus here. Mask when you're driving in your own car. No, or not. No, 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 no. I'm going to go with no, <laughs> no. What is the purpose there? When I had gas, I thought it was protecting me, but now I can still smell it. Just when you no. had gas, yes. you you take. I, I so I'm I the guy who locks all always the gassy. Well, like that's not like a one time thing. Only when I'm doing keto. Only when you're doing keto. No, I I bet if I called Lynn today, it'd be like he's always gassy, isn't he? <laughs> Dion has like he's always gassy. <laughs> Only guy since '99. He's always gassy. <laughs> Lynn has direct. Dion has direct access to Lynn, so she's mm-hmm. not lying. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so the consensus is when you're in your car, folks, you don't need to have your mask on. You don't. See, then I judge you, too. If I see you sitting in your car and you've got your mask on, yeah, there's going to be some judgment going your way on that, too. Like, what are you doing? You're going to asphyxiate yourself in your car while you're you're driving. And you're going to hit me. Yes. What what if it's over your eyes? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's how most people drive anyway, so it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's Vegas when the lights turn red. Ah! Yeah. My dad had to learn the hard way. Remember, I was like, dad, you don't stop on red. There's three cars behind you still planning to go. Yeah. And go. He, he didn't listen. He got don't rear-ended. Don't be that jackass. Go. Oh, man. Okay. Again, can I not say jackass? He gave me a lot. You can say stuff. jackass. You oh, okay. can say whatever you want. Yeah. I'm starting to learn that we probably got to be more provocative. Oh, well, you should have told me to, that like 20 minutes ago. That's all right. I don't even know how long ago we started. I'm sure uh, Ryan back here will kick the chair and be like, Oh, he oh, said we're at 30 man. minutes. Man. Yeah, you guys should have told me that a long time ago. Man, we could have had a whole different hey, conversation. I got, about I got a real, real, real quick question for Kev before we kind of wrap this thing up. Is yeah. this, does she participate in, or no? How this does is, this work? This is just directly, directly towards you because I want to know, you know, over the last 20 plus years, you've reached the tip top of the leadership ladder in the Air Force, mm-hmm. right? Um, as you start dwindling down your career, over the last couple of months, give me an example of when your own core values and leadership were put to the test. Oh, that's actually really easy, and I can tie that to Dion, right? I figured you could. Um, leadership Las Vegas. Well, one, Dion scares me, and I'm a chief. So not much scares chiefs. Um, no. I think, I think what it was when we met, right? We met at, in Leadership Las Vegas, and you have what's called Gateway, and you have to go through something called SimSoc. And I'm not even sure I'm allowed to talk about this. They may, they well, may kick me out before I sounds, keep it super it's, general. It sounds right. pretty okay. Like 
G-level 97 called SimSock. So it's simulated society, but you're not allowed to talk about who you are, what you do, and you're presented leadership challenges. So they may present a challenge in leadership that she's an expert in and I'm not, but I'm like, here I am, the leader. And so to answer your question is, is I learned a whole lot about leadership during SimSock as far as like you don't have to always take the reins and you know you can have a collective uh group of people that are saying no this is how i would look at the problem or this is how i'd look at it and we solved it yeah you know and there's a diverse group of leaders in there and and you see the ones who have courage like you know uh, darius was he kind of took the lead on that and i and i apologize to him so it's public knowledge hi darius love you brother you know, yes. and I was like, and I told him, I said, bro, you were just getting on my nerves. You know what I mean? And I snapped at him once. Um, and then we went to volunteer at the, uh, we went to the Boys and Girls Club. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know, I'm sorry. I said, because you know what? It takes a lot of courage to take the lead in a group of leaders. Yeah. And he did. Uh, and, and I admired him later. And so I think, I think the thing we would learn as leaders is, is as you climb the corporate ladder, you have to become more humble and open-minded the fact that leadership is a lot more bigger of a portfolio than what you know, you know, and you get tested. So when it was over with, um, if, if you know me, like I do not fear speaking my mind. Mm -hmm. um, not a little, not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. Mm -hmm. And Lane was like, how'd you like it? I said, I felt this big of a leader. And she goes, are you serious? I said, I didn't say nothing. I became very passive because I didn't want to offend somebody, you know, because this is this group of people you for the next year, <laughs> you're kind of put on survival island, right? And, um, and I said, you grow to love the different uh, leadership styles and techniques that everybody has. So I would say that was the biggest one is like leadership in the military is different than leadership in the private sector. And leadership at Las Vegas, while everybody doesn't get to experience that for military, it's a beautiful thing because, um, you get to experience something and test your leadership skills, right? Like, like Dion and, and all of them have had chance to meet some of the airmen and mentor them. And it's two different worlds. Um, and so I would say that's, that's, that's what it was. And that's why we do this, um, you know, is I think all of us as leaders have an obligation to pay it forward to the younger generations. You know what I mean? 100%. And we need to have the dialogues. It has to be open-minded. Let me just give a shout out why I love her so much. Besides the fact that she's my friend. Um, and we won't go into it because Ryan's like, bro, you're, you're running long. But, you know, I'm like, hey, well. Um, if you can paid. Flex Wheeler <laughs> went an hour and four minutes. Yeah. So um, the people that I love everybody on my Facebook for the most part, except for now, as you know, you start the podcast, all of a sudden I'm getting these weird friend requests. And I'm like, I don't know who this person is, but let's go. Accept, accepted. Pakistan. Yes. Did you subscribe? Nope. Unfriend. Right? No. But, um. We had gotten into a conversation about when Kobe Bryant had passed, mm -hmm. right? And we had already had conversations. We've broke bread as family. Like, if you break bread with my family, you're family, yeah. right? And where people are failing today is they're so radical in their mindset that they don't even listen to you. Like, they will passive aggressively insult you with their posts, right? Um, like Dan will say, um, uh, what's the post you put out there? Like, it's like, I'm letting you know. Real talk. Real talk, right? Mm -hmm. And, but she will, she will have a dialogue with you. 
Yep. Right. And we were talking about the Kobe thing. And my, my initial post was like, it hurts me that no one will push an Amber alert of a missing kid, but they'll, they'll memorialize a guy that they don't even know. Right. You know, and, and I, and I didn't have an understanding necessarily of how some of these celebrities impact people's lives. I mean, look, there's Michael Jordan and Michael Jordan and, and Derek thinking he's Rocky and that right? chick over there. And I don't know who that is, but <laughs> what I loved was, is I who think we, that? we came to a consensus yeah. and I said, what really, you know, throwing me off is this. Cause I think Amber alerts are more important because I'm a parent, you know, and I'm like, man, if my son or daughter came up missing, I sure hope my friends would push. Right. Um, but I think what matters most is that people who say they care about each other can have two different perspectives and come to a consensus that this is where we agree. Yeah, for and, sure. And what's ruining stuff are the radical lefts and rights who just won't even listen. You know, and, and again, I've, I've posted on Facebook yep. where it's like, if you don't like Aquafina water, unfriend, unfriend me. me now. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, give me a break. Oh, like, yeah. like, you know, if, you know? If, if I have to drink Aquafina water, I can, you know, I can, I'd rather drink yeah. that. I yeah, mean, I, I tell people if, if you are, if you are not interested in an adult conversation and dialogue, then yes, please, by all means, exit stage right. I right. don't have time for you. Um, but, you know, if you, if, if you are here to antagonize and go back and forth, I, again, Nope, you got to go. Yep, with no intent to learn. Yeah, and I'm okay with that. But just so you know, we're not friends just on Facebook. Don't don't try to right. see me in the streets and and be nicey nice. All right. Like that that's how it is. I dig it. Yeah. All right, so listen, we we ran a little bit over, but it was yeah, worth sorry. it for you, Dia. No, no, don't be sorry, right? Um that's that's what this is all about, you know, and if I think it runs a little long cuz it's a natural conversation, that's a beautiful thing, right? Right. Um so um we probably got to wrap it up in 30 seconds. So if you wanted to be found, where could people find you? Oh my gosh. It's so easy to find me. Um, I am on Facebook. I love social media. Uh, and the kids, I, I'm on Facebook more than I am on Instagram. So if you find me on Instagram, I'll never be on there. But Facebook, Dion Proper, um, spelled just like Dion Warwick. So those of you over 30 should know who that is. But put proper. Don't put Warwick. Yes, don't put Warwick. Yeah proper with one p i don't know why i have to say that i search for dion warwick just just like the word proper you know, folks it's or, not difficult um and on linkedin as well okay yeah fun stuff well thank you for joining us of course thank you, know, you for inviting me this was fun i love it to spend my morning <sighs> barry you want to take us out dub b that's i still am not getting used to his uh stage name dub b take us out of here man all right hey las vegas thanks again for joining us We'll see you next week. We'll have another special guest here on Kicking It With KJ. Peace. 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 Thank you.